Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, guys, welcome in game four of the Celtics season. It's always an adventure, Huge right? Huge win. Huge yeah. win. Um, Celtics beat the Pacers, 116-111, to salvage their season. <laughs> oh, you gotta come in like that. See another game. You come in like no, that. You I mean, there are some two and two. That you feel one and three, even if tomorrow's a, even if tomorrow's going to be a walk in the park uh, against Memphis. But let's lay it out uh, once again. Uh, Josue Pavone, Heavy.com and CLNS Media. Bobby Manning, CLNS Media, Celtics blog. Jimmy Toscano, a veteran of all things media, former NBC Sports, former Metro. CLNS um, now. I know we're all CLNS here. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Okay, that that that's our common bond. Well, that's me and John we have do. a couple common bonds. So, um, so let's get into it. Seventeen. This, um, story of the first half, whether it was the Pacers' hot shooting or the Celtics' terrible defense, Indiana shot 57, 58%. Third quarter went like third quarters go, and the Pacers ripped out a seventeen-point lead. And then, um, Peyton Pritchard happened, uh, and Rob Williams Ooh. happened. A lot of different things happened, and definitely some lineup tweaks in there. Um, and the Celtics roared back, and they took a – what was the – did they max out at an eight-point lead there? I mean, they flipped that thing completely from 17 Nine to point plus lead. eight. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they they held on late. They they, they they tried to give it away, uh, but they hung on there. A lot of great things. Pritchard was one. Tatum was one. Definitely some questions about, you know, just rotation, who's in, who's out, what Brad chose to do. Javante Green uh, played a, quite a bit here. Great but let's game. just get your opening thoughts here, Joe Sway. Start with you. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a huge win. De- definitely a huge win for the Celtics guys because I think this is sort of uh, this is this is that kind of win that you get early in the season that start to uh, help form your identity, and that's exactly what this team needs to do. They need to start forming their identity and find out what kind of team they're going to be built into, whether that's with Kemba or without. They have to have this thing together for when Kemba does come back. And of course, there were some things that didn't go their way, especially in that third quarter. Uh, a huge swing, but you you said it, John. I mean, Pritchard, huge minutes, second unit minutes. These minutes are going to go a long, long way. And it's not necessarily about running up the scoreboard or, or of course, him dropping 20 points. No, no, no. Big plays like that, steals after you just turned the ball over, you know, clapping your hands together, asking for the ball from the weak side, from Jason Tatum, your all-star. This is a rookie, guys. Very impressed with Pritchard, uh, with Pritchard uh, because that's the kind of approach that you don't necessarily see from someone like him. And, of course, that's why Brad Stevens had to go with him. You know, it's funny. I'm watching the telecast. And, and Scott Brady is like, man, this guy's huffing and puffing. I'm sure Brad's going to take him out the game. I'm like, he can't take him out the game, Scout. He's got to close this thing out. And that's exactly why he checked right back in and uh, it made a, a, another big play down the stretch for the Celtics to, to help him win this. But, of course, it wasn't just that, right? It wasn't just that. Jalen Brown taking it to the rack. Jason Tatum taking, taking it to the rack. That's how they closed this game out, right? Don't get me wrong. Pritchard was huge. That second unit, that those minutes go a long way. Celtics don't come back if it, if it wasn't for him. But those two closers – Attacking the rim, getting to the free throw line, that's how all-stars close out games. And that's what we yep. saw tonight. They played some defense. I, they didn't play any defense whatsoever from first half or first or uh, second quarter through the yeah. third quarter. 
And then they get out to the fourth quarter, and you get Green out there. You get Rob Williams out there with Tatum. They string together some stops. Jeff T gets those two steals to start the quarter. Uh, they get out running in transition. You're right, Josue. All those offensive things matter. But let's be serious. The Celtics played pretty good offense from the start of this game to the end of this game. The defense was completely missing for the first three quarters. Um, take out the fourth quarter. This team's the worst defensive team in the NBA by far to start this year. Uh, you know, tough competition, all that stuff. I don't really care. You're going to play tough teams during the year. And this team's been non-existent on the defensive end of the floor. So it's great they strung out a win here. I don't think I've ever seen a team, or a Celtics team rather, turn a game around on a dime like they did between the third and the fourth of this one. But I'm still wildly concerned about that defense. They have some horrid lineups out there when it comes to that end of the floor. They found a good combination to end the game. But you need a lot more ones than that. I mean, we did, we've done this before, right? With Toronto last year in the playoffs. When shots fall your defense is terrible when the shots don't fall your defense is great like indiana was unconscious from three you just don't expect them to drop that many right. they weren't all wide right. open threes they you know just knocked probably, down yeah in that first half i love that they were forcing them to shoot it i mean of course it wasn't going their way but i thought that the paces were really uncomfortable whereas you know two nights ago they were attacking the rim you know sabona started doing it and then he starts reluctant to, to jacking up threes and i'm like well, wait a minute the Celtics are making them play the way they want and that's exactly what you want your defense to do but then of course the second right. half that third quarter was a completely different self right. team. They just, they, just, they just hit everything and that's the thing is I, I we always get into this offense defense debate and to me i'm always more concerned with offense because you can tell when you when the offense is going well whether shots fall or don't fall but you could see you know that Tatum today for is a great example. He he was one of three from three. He only took mm -hmm. three threes because he was aggressive and he was going to the basket. Pritchard was constantly moving. Like that's the type of stuff you want to see on offense that makes you feel better about the team. I always think defense is just going to fall into place across the league. The numbers are huge. Um, I don't think teams are playing with as much effort early. They don't have cohesion on the defensive side, so they're all kind of out of they're all out of. But whack. the Celtics are worse than anyone in that regard, so there is some reason for concern. There is. All right, this lineups, has been the Garden Report here on CLNS Media. But Jimmy, we haven't heard from you yet. Exclusive so, so, online so, wager oh, partner, Bet Online. Oh, Go to Bet Online HE. Use yeah. promo code. So, How about the CLNS ISO Camp? Boom, fifty percent <laughs> off on your first deposit. Once again, BetOnline.ag. Promo code CLNS fifty for fifty percent off on your first deposit. Bet online, was, your sportsbook um, experts. The Celtics not just relying on the three point. When you look at the box score, you see 10 free throw attempts from Tatum, 10 free, free throw attempts from Brown, 10 free throw attempts from Smart. I mean, we, we've been kind of harping on that. I mean, Jason Tatum went two games without getting the free throw line. Now he's going online 10 times. So um, I think the message was, was sent to him, um, hopefully through Brad, um, that, you know, he needs to be getting to the line more, whether that means, you know, screaming for a foul, whether that means just being more aggressive and drawing contact, whatever that was, uh, was good to see. Um, you're talking about the defense. I, I'm kind of not – I'm not concerned about the Celtics defense for a lot of the reasons that John mentioned. A lot of its effort for early in the season hasn't been a ton of practice getting in your sets at, at that point. And I did think the perimeter defense was kind of weak and transition defense was kind of weak. Yeah, Indy was hitting threes, but I think a lot of those were easy threes for them. Um, the Celtics were like, here, take the three, and then they were hitting it. So I wasn't super pumped about um, that effort on the defensive end. And we mentioned him off the top. Pritchard, uh, again, with a really strong performance on, on both ends. I mean, even when he turned the ball over, he was hustling back to, you know, get it back on the other end. So um, I, I liked what I saw for him. So 
those were uh, some of the big points that stood out to me. And I thought Thompson had a great game too to start to finish for the most part. Well, um, gave me let, let me ask you this. And again, the, we, we debated last game whether Pritchard was playing too much. Like, is it bad that you're Joe Sway was laughing at him? <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I mean, no, I, I was laughing at you being, being excited about him being a well. Here you go. Here's the excuse. You have to look at it. You have to. It's look a at fair it. conversation. I was joking. Yeah. Saying, go ahead, Jimmy. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you have to look at it two different ways. Is it like so? Where John's coming from is it's bad that Pritchard is playing as much as he is because the Celtics have no choice because they're so thin or they're so like they lack the depth. And you know, to see him at this point in the season means that other people aren't stepping up or other people aren't available. That's like the glass half empty way. The glass half full way is what Bobby was saying was he's playing because he's proven that he can play. He's earned those minutes, apparently, whether it's in practice or whether it is due to opportunity. And I guess you could meet in the middle and say, good on him for making the most of his opportunity. Because like, isn't that kind of what success is? Like preparation and opportunity meet and you have success. So, I mean, if he wasn't earning those, you know, if he wasn't earning his keep out there, somebody else would be taking those minutes. So, yeah, he has the opportunity because of the situation that they're in. And also, yeah, he's staying in the game because he's being, you know, a positive effect out there. So I think that's kind of like a little bit of both. Well, that's what I was saying is we were joking a little bit about, you know. The like commenters I, I, were like, you guys are crazy because, like, you're turning it into a negative. It's like, we're not. No, we're yeah, just saying like, sound like we're like, not. I actually said, no I said, said half-tongue right. right. I, a half tongue in cheek after the first second game, Pritchard's our fourth most talented right. player, and and I right. meant it. And people were like, "That's ridiculous." <laughs> and but right now, again, it, it's hard to argue. Right now, he looks like he absolutely should be running the point for this team. And you wanted him out there in critical. Who who out there when 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 he when he left the game for a minute or two late in the game, you were like, Oh no, we got to get Pritchard back in. Should we do that to themselves? I was like, he's too tired. I'm like, no, Brad needs him. He needs to. I said, oh my God, you can't sit Pritchard. And like, I, that was a legitimate <laughs> thought I had. <laughs> you know, they're doomed without Pritchard, you know, but it was real. Like you, he, you absolutely wanted him in there late. So and I didn't object to anything he did. He got caught in the corner on that double clutch three. It happens. Then he took a great three in rhythm that went in and out. That would have been a dagger three. That was a ballsy take, and it, and it was a good stroke, and that shot was true, and it could have gone down. I have no problem with him taking those shots late, you know? Yeah, do you know how hot Bobby would have came in if that three if that three pointer went down? Bobby would have came in swinging, man. He would have been so high. Hey, I haven't I haven't said apology, Cam, like you guys did on opening night. I, I don't need you guys uh, on we, your knees apologizing, but we, I have, been, yet, we have yet anything. Yeah, we what have, would we apologize for? If anything, I'll apologize for making. Not Bobby you, Jimmy. Apologize. Not you. Joe Sway was the one. <laughs> All right, that's fair. I would, I would, if you can't I would, apologize for the Teague thing for game one. I can't apologize for Well, look at what Teague's done since. So that's my point. I, I'm glad John said he's been the fourth best Celtic because, to me, he looks like the better backup point guard option than Jeff Teague right now. And they're going to play some minutes together. It's fine. You know, interchangeable ball handling and all that stuff, some shooting off ball from Teague. Teague's going to play more of a two off that off the bench on that yep. second unit, I think. Yeah, Pritchard's ready to run that backup yep. offense spot. And the pacing's unbelievable. I mean, these are the guys Brad Stevens has loved to have, whether it be uh, Pressy or Shane Larkin one of those years. And this is a better version of one wow. of those guys. Uh, so – it is an absolutely better version. I like Shane Larkin a lot too, but already I love Shane Larkin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The draft pick was bold. I remember, you know, that night we were sitting here saying, you know, who who, who is this guy? But he his college tapes shined. He was one of the best players in college last year. 
And everything you saw there, he's bringing to the table here. Aggressive yep. takes, uh, fearlessness, and excellent dribbling. Yep. And you know what else? He's actually a player that's somewhat actually ready to play in the NBA. Brad Stevens has kind of been stuck with these rookies that they come out early, they're hurt, they're not prepared at all for the NBA game, and they have to learn on the fly where it's like, okay, you got a four-year guy in Pritchard who understands the game, is a little bit more mature both mentally and physically to play at the NBA level. So it just makes sense. And I can remember Brad Stevens talking about Malcolm Brogdon when he was on the Bucks and how impressed he was with Brogdon. And he basically said, Brogdon's not a rookie. You know, even though he is a rookie, he's not a rookie. And I feel like he, obviously I'm not comparing Pritchard to Brogdon, but I feel like they're on the similar trajectory where Pritchard's a little bit more seasoned, you know, coming into the league. And I want to say one more thing. And I don't know if this is racist, but Pritchard kind of comes off as a little crafty out there. If you start so, a sentence with that, don't finish the sentence. Yeah, no, I'm well, I'm say. kidding. Bro, I'm you kidding. know Obviously, you can't you know. start a sentence like that, bro. I'm kidding, but it's the old, it's the old crafty like label. But he is crafty out there. The way he like goes in and out. He's a basketball defense. player. He's a yeah. ball player. He's a yeah, he's a, he looks like he was play. born to play point guard. He, he just the way he handles the ball and he holds on to it and he gets in and he keeps people off of off of his body and he gets into the lane and he's shorter than everybody but he's still able to kind of see where he is. He doesn't yeah. get lost. The game doesn't move too fast for him. I think that's the most important thing. For so many rookies, they get out there and they're like, "Oh my god, what do I do?" Or Exactly. Or they're so freaked out that they're passive and they just stand in a corner and they're like, God, I hope it's like the, the nervous kid in little league at second base. It's like, please don't hit a grounder to me. You know, like just don't pass it to me. And if you do, I'm going to give it right back. And you mentioned like injured rookies, my blood pressure just shot. If I had a blood pressure monitor right on the second you mentioned it, I just started having Romeo. I didn't want to say names. I didn't want to give you a long but list. Like, I'm like, I, 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 I you said it, it makes me so angry. So it makes me and think maybe, too. Neesmith has about another week until I start freaking out there too. Hey, hey. Whether they're, whether they're injured or just not anywhere near ready to play in the NBA. It's yeah, like you can go down the yeah. longest list of, of guys that have, that have been taken based on like yeah. your, your hopes and dreams of what they may or may not become. Pritchard's just like, you kind of, you know, obviously he was a guy that you just kind of knew what you were getting a, a little bit going in. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, too. Have the Celtics drafted a point guard or at least one that matters since Rajon Rondo, you know, almost 12 years ago? Like, that's not a position they've been targeting in the draft in terms of uh, development. When Danny did that with Rondo, it was an excellent choice. Another late-round guy, you know, who he kind of moved up and took there, and it worked. Uh, so they haven't needed to target that position. They've had Kemba, Isaiah, Kyrie, these type of guys in recent years. Now you come into this year knowing Kemba's not going to be there, and they had to scout that position extensively. Look at all the options on the table here. And guys were taken before him, Cole Anthony, Kira Lewis, those type of guys. Uh, it's very early. But right now, Peyton Pritchard is fifth in the entire draft in scoring. Uh, most of any guy outside the lottery just passed Cole Anthony tonight. So the early returns to the draft are fantastic. Yeah. So um, outside of Pritchard, and again, we're going to try – I'm warning everybody here. we got another game tomorrow. We're going to move a little quick tonight. We're going to try to get off by 10 o'clock. We'll try to get to some questions later. Uh, but moving off of Pritchard, we did talk about Tatum. I did think that this was his best game. Do you think any of that chatter, um, he heard any of the chatter, um, or Brad talked to him? Because not our chatter, but obviously just Tatum <laughs> and his shot selection and all of these things uh, was an issue settling for the long, you know, 
the 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 two long three pointers there uh, in the game here. It felt like he had a different purpose tonight. And the stats that pop the most here are uh, the efficiency again. Um, you know, uh, only one of three, only three three point field goal attempts and ten free throws after just not shooting free throws for pretty much right. the entire season. All of that stuff leads against the same exact team two nights later leads me to believe something in his mind told him I'm playing this one different tonight. Yeah, no question. And sometimes I think it was the missed shot or at least the the, the decision to take that three that, that ultimately made him think, well, wait a minute, maybe I need to stop thinking so much about this because after I made the game winner, everyone's like, oh, that one's a fluke, you know, go on. Everyone was saying it. We were saying it. And of course it was true to a certain extent. And I think that at the end of the day, Jason Tatum was thinking to himself, you know what, maybe I can do this again. Maybe it was him that decided to take that option. Maybe the right. option was taken away. He was the one who ultimately decided, you know what, I'm going to do a legitimate three-point this time. And it didn't go his way. The chatter continues for a couple of days. Okay, Tatum doesn't oppose, – he's opposed to going inside more often as opposed to, you know, uh, compared to other superstars across the league. And, of course, he showed from the beginning, and he, start, he got it going early, which is what I love the most. Uh, about Tatum tonight because that's always been a sort of our you know that's, that's our bugaboo right guys we always talk about well why can't Tatum sort of get things going why does he have to rev up until the second half and that that wasn't the case yeah and I looked again he only shot he only took three shots in that first kind of early rotation he gets he always plays you know everybody's at home everybody watching is familiar with the rotation he's always kind of in for that first six maybe six and a half minutes then sits comes back with a couple minutes left in the first quarter and starts the second and so that's his rotation but he's so many of those games he doesn't even get a shot off he was right. looking for it a little more he got three shot he was one for three to start in that first little bit but he looked like he was he didn't he was he was in the flow of the game the whole way through, and it was that step through move. How many times did he yeah. do that? Got himself into the lane. You, I mean, people joke about the two inches. That matters, like whether yeah. or not he, you know, he's so long. You know that little up. The joke way always says. He should be able to get a, a clean shot off from anywhere he wants to on the court instead yeah. of constantly having hands in his face and taking the step back is great and it's a dagger and it's demoralizing and it's a great thing to have in the bag. But you're right, you get too reliant on it. Yeah. Because you know what, it, it's just you know such what, a it's just such an F U shot. And when you're hitting it, people are like, What am I gonna do here? You know? It, right, it really right. is like the mark of a scorer now, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I was just going to say, to me, the better move is the hesitation. And that's yeah. what he kept doing. That's the move. Yeah, the, the hesitation. That's how Kevin Durant crushed the Celtics. Yes. this day. Very time after time again. Hesitate. Everyone's jumping over that thing. Bodies flying past them. <laughs> like, that's what Tatum needs to Good hone and, and, and just sharpen that, you know, throughout the course of the regular season. Yeah. He did have one of those shots uh, end of the second quarter when Green actually almost put it at, put it in at the buzzer. But that, that was a pretty bad shot by Tatum. I mean, six seconds left and he didn't even look for Marcus Smart who was wide open at the top. So you're going to, he's going to do those. I thought those I'm were not going to nitpick every shot he ever takes, but I mean, that would be one example If that happened in the fourth quarter with it's like the entire show would be like, what's wrong with Jason Tatum's decision making. Right. Yeah. Transition will help anybody too. And that's kind of how he got going in that fourth quarter, getting out on those runs. And that's what this offense has been missing to some degree. I think they've been great in the half court with Tatum and Brown leading the way when they're not turning the ball over 
And that's the one criticism I'll give Tatum again tonight. Turnovers a little bit high. Another early portions of that game and some bad ones too. You know, he kind of gets caught in that pick and roll sometimes with bodies all around him. Uh, so that's some a point for improvement for him to continue to do. But everything Joe Sway said, correct. Uh, Jimmy, good points there on him. Uh, he, he's shaping it out. He's morphing into that primary ball handler role. And uh, we're seeing positive things from him. But this team needs transition. Uh, they're not getting stops. They're not getting defensive rebounds with the defensive issues. And that's going to cut off your whole transition game. Luckily, the force and turnovers. Well, the yeah, rebounds are interesting, too. And again, it's only four games. But he's almost 10, 10 rebounds a game. He's 39 rebounds through 40 games. Yep, excellent rebounder. He's, he's as good as anyone at that. Right. And so that's another yeah. kind of added value piece, you know, uh, right now sure. uh, to his game. Oh, my God. Bucks 140 to 91. <laughs> oh, uh, they, they broke the three-point record tonight for threes in a game. I think they have 28. Jeez, no I was surprised it wasn't nationally televised. Maybe they, maybe they knew. Giannis wow. is going off or is it a team? Well, no Jimmy. No Butler. Not you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Team shooting, no me, no me either. Man, yeah, Jimmy's, Jimmy's Raptors are in. Jimmy's Raptors are in trouble. By the way, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, no, Those I'm are Bobby's Raptors, not mine. <laughs> oh, sorry, Bobby's Raptors. You mix this up. I'm worried about the Raptors, and I'm worried about any team that's not going to play defense. You hear conference. that, Toronto? Bobby's worried about the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, I'm man, worried about the. Worried too. I'm worried about the Celtics, too. I want to see them come in night in and night out and defend like this as they did at the end of the game. Well, I was going to say, another valuable thing. Another thing I think is really valuable right now. Well, a lot of teams score. I mean, what's going to set you apart in the regular season is playing top-level defense like the Celtics did last year. And I'll give it to you. It's early season. A lot of teams are doing this. A I think lot of teams are playing kind of 80% right now. The, the, the thing that makes me feel good there is the Clippers are down with them in last place and um, the Rockets as well. That one not Standings. as much. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, you mean defense. Defense, yep. So yeah. there's some other good teams slacking in that regard. But I'll say this, that lineup to open the fourth, plus 54, 92 defensive rating, 146 offensive rating. They found something there. Yeah. Uh, to be specific, Rob Pritchard, Tatum, Green, and Teague. That was a good group. And finally, because they couldn't find a lineup that well, worked. It's a, It was pace and athleticism, again, mattered there. And again, you talked about you know, Pritchard adds that pace on offense. Williams, obviously, is just more active there. Javante is a better athlete. I just I can't watch Grant, and apparently Brad can't either, can't watch Grant Williams just kind of slog around, you know? And it was interesting that Brant, Grant has now gone from night one, people were lobbying hard for him to possibly be a starter um, ahead of Tice. Which never uh, made sense. And he played five minutes tonight, and he was minus 10 in those five minutes. Um, and I wonder what happens to his minutes. And I, my feelings about him are, are well broadcast on, on these shows. I don't see the value. I, I see him as a bit role player, and that's about it. I don't see him as an 18, 20-minute guy. I don't see him as a solid rotation player. But it is interesting as the guys you expect to step up in those three in the kind of wing relief roles right now uh, which is Grant and uh, Semi. Semi's a DNP, and Grant played five minutes tonight. Well, I think you look at Grant, he, he's unique in the sense that he's sort of, you know, obviously undersized as a big man, but also not quick enough to defend the corner. So it's like, where, where are you going to fit here? You got Robert Williams. Average and everything. Yeah, seriously. You got Robert Williams snatching your minutes, you know, who obviously has the size, athleticism, running the floor, man. You, 
talk about someone who's just taken off and, and that's that was huge for the Celtics. And Grant is just sort of not that guy. So he's in a really tough spot right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's a five. It's pretty clear. He can't get right. those, he can't those switches. Uh, the switch is he's like he's an honestly you've been i i just way you've seen him in person he's probably closer to six four than six six right yeah agreed he is not six five yeah he's like a six four six five he does not look i do not feel like this guy is towering hey we're we're tall guys john i think we always got to put that in perspective right right? but i mean i'm only i'm only six feet tall and i feel like i'm looking pretty close to his eyes you know it's it's the shoe thing again inch with the shoes then we're talking six five you know he's an honest six four i think yeah possibly i i I tend to agree that he looks point is he's yeah, he's a little undersized. But at six you know, four, you're position. you're a two guard size. We're talking about him being most effective as a five. He's really if you're right. that small, Super you have to you have to co- overcompensate with something, which is incredible athleticism or shooting or something. And he doesn't have it. That's the thing. I'm still waiting for you know. I don't. I'm going to date so, myself with the m- movie The Jerk, but like I'm looking for his special purpose. I don't know what it is. You know, I'm so shocked about these switches with him. The positioning. Especially now, you're not going to expect him to go out on guards and have that kind of lateral movement to stick with those guys. But some of these handoffs and you know, non switches that they've been dealing with there, the play to lose the game two nights ago uh, was him and Rob getting mixed up on a switch there. He's just getting killed on the top of the pick and roll right now defensively. And you ask what he's good at, what he brings to the table, John. I still think he shoots pretty well in the corners there he had a three there tonight but that defense is what he needs to bring in it's yeah. not there at that four small spot. ball center in the comments here iconic k that's it he's a smart guy he can do a lot of little things but you can't rely on him for big minutes that's all it is is i is he's a role player but that role's got to be small that's 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 all i think i think he's fine for five eight ten twelve minutes a game i do not believe he's a solid 22 23 minute rotation player that's all and that's I mean, what we're on a team really, right now there's yeah, one of these signs on there huh, yeah. yeah and that, yeah, the other all. thing is the other thing is the Celtics brought in Thompson and they have the what we all think may or may not be but I would say most likely is the emergence of Rob Williams time lord okay good um, I want to get into Rob yeah although what's up with the and John you mentioned this what's up with his minutes tonight because only 11 minutes coming off a game where we all thought we saw, you know, the light sort of go off despite his, you know, pre- being pretty hard on himself. Not um, just we. Brad said it. Brad. Brad said right. the reason he played tonight is he was our best big. Nothing right. changed. It's two days later. You're playing the same team. Stands to reason if he played well against this team before, you should give him more of a shot. He was nowhere to be found early, which was very surprising. Uh, Thompson was playing extremely well, and that's fine. Nobody got into foul trouble. But Tice has been brutal um, right now. And so I know you don't want to give up on a guy who is so important and integral to your success last year. And he's such a revelation uh, and, and really just an unsung hero last year. And everybody, you know, loved just, you know, everyone who's a big, I don't think there's a lot of people who are not Tice guys, but right now with Thompson in there, it's hard to argue. If you're going to, if you're going to lobby for minutes between the two guys, if Thompson is the anchor, I want to see more Williams than I want to see Tice. I guess it's situational. I just don't understand Williams 11 minutes. Cause when he came in, he was dynamite again, instant energy. As Bobby mentioned that unit that he was part of spurred the yep. comeback. 
And again, you're wondering, like, where was this? Yeah, there's a case for him to start, frankly. Like, he's so yeah. good with Tatum and Brown, the there pressure is. they take on, off the ball handling that they draw. If you have him diving to the rim, that's like 10 instant points there over steady minutes. Uh, so it's efficient. Right. It's uh, affecting shots on the other end. Brad always talks about that, affecting shots. He may not be the best positional defender, but he's always going to affect shots with that shot blocking that he brings to the table. And we're seeing strides with him. And the energy on a team that looks dead, lifeless on the defensive end right now, he's giving more effort, energy, intensity on that end of the floor than anyone else is right now. And when he gets in, stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, he is a plus 41 per 100 so, to start and this And that's year. the thing is I we focus so much with Williams. This is the strange conversation around Williams. I guess I don't know what it is that he does, but it's so easy to point out what he doesn't do well. He kind of he jumps out a little bit too much. He's not great on the perimeter. Uh, he goes for he goes for every shot fake. It seems like sometimes he yep. feels looks a little lost. People talk about focus issues, uh, but the good clearly outweighs the bad. It's not like the other people you're talking about competing with for minutes are flawless you know they have lots of things in their game that you all and the analytics love him like and the they, analytics right he's an analytics yeah. darling I, I mean also i mean when you shoot basically 90 percent from the field which it feels <laughs> like he has since the bubble last year yeah um that helps your <laughs> that helps the analytics but yeah, yeah just in terms of what he does out there you he's always a plus minus leader in limited minutes you always see him on the floor during these runs it's strange i don't know it, it could be the genius of brad this could be the place where, you know, where Brad might not get enough credit. He's using him at exactly the right times, and any more might be too much. So maybe, you know, you start asking for more Rob Williams, you get it, and you get the full Rob Williams experience, and you're like, okay, tamp it down. So I don't I know. Think we might get that tomorrow night. I think he's setting this thing up for the, for the second night of a back to back. You know, Daniel Tyson struggled, and, and I think he's sort of, we're going to see him get his, his 25 plus or, or around that area next, next time we see him. No, you guys don't think so? Yeah, he's got to, you know, and I, I'm not going to rip Tice as hard as John did, Good but matchup. he had a rough night tonight. He played with Grant in that bench unit. That kind of hurt him a little bit, but it's hard to argue that uh, Rob hasn't been better so far. Yeah. I'm not Grant, I'm not ripping Grant, him. Just, go ahead. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, I was going to Grant just pulling everybody down with. with he <laughs> is. I mean, he's been that bad. <laughs> the anchor. With Grant checks in, everyone else unit. is on the bench looking down. They're like, that third quarter in, was all in. Grant minutes. <laughs> I don't want to go in. I'll go in later. Uh, I'm good, Coach. Yeah, I'm actually not feeling too well right now. They could play Tice at the four, too. In those, I mean, that, they start at the four to play these games. Because you got to find someone. I mean, Javante John, Green. positions don't matter but, anymore. They don't. Positions don't even yeah. matter. You just need more. You need more space. You need more shooters. I just don't know what Tice does out there when you have another. There's no perfect player. option, John. I mean, when we don't love Grant, there Green isn't either. But when you don't have a traditional big, it's just a tough, tough play. Well, I think against I, a team like this with Turner, you really need more of a perimeter defender on him anyway. You know, so it doesn't really matter. It's just a bonus you have to account for. So you really only need one guy to muscle there. You know, uh, and not be super concerned with it i got it i guess in the first couple of games because of the durant you know durant and a classic big component and the same thing with with Giannis and and, and lopez there. different matchups i i just don't see i don't know how long how much longer i don't know how much longer brad sticks with it that double big lineup yeah i'd rather see tatum at the four you know you didn't like that give and go that was that was pretty <laughs> 
pretty good looking. Come on. It's the one thing they've done together. Oh yeah. Jimmy, you were going to say something. The only thing. <laughs> no, I was going to, I mean, when it, when it comes to like lineups and who should start and whatnot, I mean, I kind of defer to you, Bobby, because you, you kind of have a pretty good idea on, on the most effective lineups and stuff like that. Um, we all talk about like, Oh, it doesn't really matter who they start. It matters who finishes. So that's what I'm really more looking for is down the stretch tonight. Like who's in the game at, you know, at the points that they need to, I still, I mean, listen, yeah, Tice hasn't had a great start, but we all know what he's capable of in value to this team. I mean, I still would rather have him shooting the ball than, than Robert Williams, obviously. So it really depends on who is out there with him. Um, you know, Tice is going to have his good games. Um, and so is Rob, you know, and I think like last year, we were begging for somebody at that five position to be effective other than Tice. And now it seems like there might actually be three players, you know, at any, on any, any given night that can be that guy. So I think that's going to be something that Brad's going to have to figure out over time is who works well with, with who. And I, we, we just talked about Rob being in that starting lineup because he's, you know, has a good thing going with Tatum and Brown. And maybe that's ultimately the, the factor. And if you can, if you can, if you can say, Oh, Thompson's going to come off the bench. I don't know if that's going to be cool with Thompson, but he certainly is a nice guy to have in a second unit. Um, it's you know, tough to set him down. He he did yeah, start exactly. the game so well. Yeah, exactly. It's also all temporary. The, the missing pieces, Jimmy, obviously with Kemba being out, and we got to get to Kemba before we wrap it because that's the last thing I want to talk about. But yeah. uh, with, um, with Kemba being out, um, and Romeo, again, I don't know what you're going to count for, but honestly, Romeo's the type of guy who you would, if he were healthy right now, give some looks and even consider as a uh, starter in place of a Javante Green type because you want to get back to that three-wing lineup with a single big and a guard. Put and, and again, when Kemba's back out, putting Smart back on the bench, I don't think that's the worst thing. I think they'll probably go Kemba, Smart, Tatum, Brown, and one big when Kemba's back. But also, again, that 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 – the TPE option, again, we joke about it. Whoever that ends up being may very well um, be someone who can plug into a starting lineup, even if they are more of a role player type person, because they fit the mold of what it is you're looking for. It is imperfect. They have no wing depth right now. They actually have big depth, which is why they're starting Tyson Thompson, because as Bobby said, as all of you guys said, nothing else really makes sense right now. Yeah, lots of bigs here. You might even see Tyson gone by the end of the year, and I've said this expiring contract yeah. gonna make some money next I'll off season he might be the odd man out there eventually we'll see them you know you know but I think again we'll, at some point we'll get you, gotta, you, gotta get a, you gotta get his mixtape ready you know you gotta you gotta sell him you gotta get him you know give him That's a couple true. good games this is all him. gonna matter on who I'm they play make him look nice you know the, but also, another thing i want to bring up real quick guys before i forget you know how um how much someone like brad stevens will value uh, these these little two game series. Now, now let's get five of these guys. Now halfway through the season, they'll start doing a more you know the the five game road trips and all that stuff. But awesome. I love yeah. I love the fact that I they're playing them. twice because yeah because you you not only learn a lot about yourself, you learn a lot about the other team and what it went should wrong. Always be like this. You make yeah. the, I think it's great. And I think that's what Jason Tatum did to a to a to a big extent. Uh, maybe he looked at tape and, and and I think that's a kind of approach that that goes a long way. Uh, you, you're spending four nights in the same city. So you get a couple of nights of sleep. It's, so, it's the same sort of schedule that you would see throughout the playoffs. So it's the same sort of mindset in, in, in the way they were able to dissect the Pacers and come in tonight and look like a completely different team. Yeah, hockey's doing that every too. series. Yep. Hockey's doing it. We know baseball does it, even though baseball absolutely stinks. So we won't make too many comparisons. <laughs> but the fact right, is this. this will learn a lot about when, it, though. When you're, when you're playing the same team twice, there's, there's a lot of pros to it. One uh, the players, you know, that I think that level of competition like ramps up a bit. And if there's any bad blood in the first game, 
I Maybe love that it. spills over and makes it makes yeah. it the second game a little bit more competitive. You've got sort of like a chess match now between the coaches, what adjustments are going to be made based off the first game. Um, I, I, I think it's great. And like Bobby mentioned, I mean, less travel. I mean, that's great for the. I'm sure the players appreciate that. You know, once this someday when this COVID is over, maybe they can, you know, get a few days in one city and actually like, you know, take a breath and maybe, you know, do something other than just travel from, from, you know, city to city. And I think the players would like that too. And then you see him again, you know, maybe you play a two game series now and you play two game series three months from now. So you, you get a different look of them at that point. So I mean, yeah. I, I like it. I don't know if they'll keep it, but I like it. Agree. Yeah, no, love it. We've already <laughs> gone over our marks and we are going to talk All about right. this briefly. Um, uh, Kemba Walker. Um, this was um, oh boy. Uh, this was Brad Stevens. We're gonna hear a soundbite from Brad talking prior to the game. You guys tell. I, I'm curious what the commenters think here. Uh, um, Jimmy and I will tell you what we think. Uh, you know, everyone can interpret it as 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 they will. So here's Brad. Is there any update on Kemba's progress? Has his window changed at all? My man, Mark Murphy. No update. Um, no update that I've received. Other than he is progressing, um, I think we'll have more of a big picture update here in the next week, sometime, um, as we thought, you know, right around the, you know, the turn of the new year. Um, he won't be back anytime soon, Mark. Certainly, you know, um, you know, we're hopeful to to get him back as soon as possible, but we want to make sure that when we do, it's for good. And so I think that that's the the most critical thing from our standpoint. I mean, you can see, you can see how we miss him. Um, and, you know, it's funny when we go back and, and put together clips of things that maybe we haven't covered or things that we'd like to do different. He's in all of them. And so we've got we've to just figure out a way to be the best version of ourselves until he gets back. All righty. Right, That's all right. it. YouTube channel for all exclusive. Yeah, go ahead. Stop. Yeah. There was a little promo on the back end of that. Uh, I know what I thought hearing that, and again, yeah, I. I uh, but let's get let's start let's start Yo, with man. the take. Let's start with Bobby. Was that was that <laughs> everything that is something? awesome? Didn't didn't see too much from it. Uh, we'll see what he says next week. It was kind of like a precursor to some news, so I don't I don't have a ton to read into it. Good question by Murph. Like Joe Sway said, like there was no real reason to think anything changed there, but maybe it did. He said he's progressing. He just, um, yeah. Yeah, February is still kind of – first week of February is still kind of that mark for me. Like, see where he's at then. If you're going to see what he's doing next January week. basically now. Right. The, the question is, what does nowhere near or not playing anytime yeah. soon mean to you? That does yeah. not mean early February to me. Okay? The fact that we are basically in January now and he's not anywhere close to playing and that they're not even talking about considering what a timetable might look like yet – means he's way far away from play yeah but john are you surprised by this like yeah i don't, I don't think this points. Like, like the Celtics never said january was going to be a, a, a they said the decision was going to be made they never said that january is going to be he's going to hit the floor so I, I think we all sort of assumed early february was 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 the absolute yeah early. maybe all-star break well, yeah yeah i mean, well, I, mean I don't, i'm not i'm not surprised here but you know shout out to mark murphy because this is what he does he plants these seeds for us to, you know, for, for, for Brad Stevens to say something like this. And everyone's like, wait, wait a minute. Well, how far along is Kemba's like, well, what did you guys expect? He's going to be evaluated in January. And we're still a few days away from the new year. So I'm not surprised. I, I just think Walker, you know, <laughs> the, the one thing I love that Brad did say also on top of that was the fact that when we, we come back, 
he has to go all the way. There can't be these setbacks. Oh, okay, Walker's going to be out for a couple of weeks, and then we'll see what's going to happen. No, this has to be he comes back, and then he goes all the way to the end. And, of course, they're going to monitor his minutes, and, of course, you're not going to see him you know, in the playoffs or rev up here and there. But I don't – I love that mindset going into this. If it takes March, F it. Then wait till March because we can't – the Celtics can't afford – to, to have that lingering over the team heading into the postseason. We don't know if Kemba's going to be able to finish this thing through. Uh, uh, it's yeah. not the best Every news, time. I know, but I mean. I, I feel like here's, here's the thing about him. the Celtics. Here's the thing about the Celtics and, like, health is, like, you never seem to ever get good news. When's the last time you've gotten, like, good positive news on, like, a Celtics player going through some sort of injury? I can't remember the last time. This is shaping up to me. You know, when he says not playing anytime soon, we're going to get like a big picture look at things. This to me is like setting up for like, you know, something. I hope I'm wrong, but it, it seems like they're like waiting until they can say, oh, he's like going to be gone for a chunk of this season, if not the whole season. Like, I don't know if he's going to have to end up getting some sort of surgery or what. I will say this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's put that card. No, okay. I will say this. It, it, I may I may remember. Did I see Kemba was like shooting around in Indiana? Did he travel with the team? A little bit. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. So like he seems like I mean, I think I saw a clip on CLNS um Instagram or something that he was like shooting around, warming up. He was all smiles. So that I mean, if you want to hold on to anything, maybe that's a good sign that he's with the team and he's, you know, in good spirits. Cause if, if he was, you know, dealing with some potentially really bad news or something then I don't think that'd be the case. So I hope it, I hope it's good for them again. But like John said, I mean, this timeline seems to be like, we're, we're looking into like March now, I feel like. And like, if they're not trying to rush him back, they're definitely not going to. So, I mean. But yeah, it's, it's it, it, look, it, it, I, my fear is it's start, it's sounding to me like a when not, like an if not when, rather than when right. not, you know. And, and that's the worry is, you know, well, you know, we we can't possibly make the comment now because we have no clue. But when he is ready, if he's ready, we want him to be fully ready. Like there's a difference between what you want and what's actually happening. So you'll feel a lot better when he everyone will when he progresses to some stage. He's been walking around and taking some shots for a little bit. You really want to yeah. see level two, whatever that Going is. Going on in practice. Starting to run, starting to play in small sets, some half court, whatever it is. As soon as you get into that, you're like, okay, we're in a program. Him not being anywhere near a program right now is what's a little bit of a worry. Because, again, just so everyone remembers, they said they're going to get to January and then make an assessment, which means they're not – the reason they're saying I've got nothing is they're not even thinking about starting him up again until we get somewhere into January, which is why, again, the concern is – deep into February, probably possibly March, who knows? And none of it right. matters if he comes back full. None of it. None of it. Well, the thing it doesn't is, matter the thing if it's is, March. If it's, it doesn't matter when, if he's 80, 90, 95% of Kemba. We'll, we'll, we'll call it bubble. Uh, bubble, bubble it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're, right. they're on this program, though. They're on this program with this knee. You know, whatever it is, they have to follow it, and they're going to follow it. So I think they're just – going through the, the you know the timeline that all the doctors are saying and what, depending on when they started it they have to go through it. it's 12 weeks or whatever it is and they're gonna and then yep. like you said i mean an only way to know it's working is for him to you know practice five on five scrimmage see how the knee yep. responds and then go from there so i mean that's a ways away yeah 
and they need hey. them. All right, we got a sponsor. LinkedIn, baby. Oh wow! New, ready? Okay. New Year's here. Anybody need a job? Yeah, New Year's job, here. New Year. We're hiring. Anyone? We, we're hiring interns right now. I'm gonna rock a resume next time. Part-time help as well. Send all your LinkedIn resumes to Josway. Josway, what's your LinkedIn? <laughs> I'm on there too. Great website. Anyway. Google, yeah, New search it. Not, not a whole lot of Joe Twinkle Bones out there. It's I am. I think it's like in, in message or something like that. Hit me up on there. All right, ready? Yeah. I got to get through this read. <laughs> so right, New Year's here. Okay. Marks a fresh start for your small business, whether you're shifting business hours or hiring more remote employees. One thing that's remained unchanged is the importance of having the right people on your team, okay? And that's where LinkedIn jobs can help. Active community professionals, more than 722 million members worldwide. That's all. Wow. That's a lot. Uh, getting started is easier than ever with new A lot of sales guys. I'll tell you that. A lot of guys out there. First find qualified candidates quickly. Don't tell Nick that I have an active job search going right now. Um, <laughs> post a job with targeted screening questions. LinkedIn will quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. Uh, job posts, everything you could want there. Um, it can get you both hired and to hire the right person faster. Uh, of course, there's always something in it for you. So if you go to linkedin.com slash scribe, get $50 off your first job post. So that's the promo $50. code there. Okay. Uh, How much is a job post? com slash scribe. Pay $50 <laughs> off your first job post. Hey, that's a good deal. Honestly. It's a good deal. If, it gets, if, it gets, if it gets you a job, that $50 is going to mean nothing. Yeah. Right? Get uh, paid, kid. It's a good Make deal. that paper. Like I said, send, send your resumes to Joe Sway and your reels, whatever you got. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to talk about a couple things. We're not going to get to them. A lot of people here wondering about Jalen. Jalen yes. Brown. Ballin. Um, all in. Fantastic. Um, absent at parts of this game. Um, Oladipo had a really good game on the other end of things. We didn't really get a chance to talk about that. Um, some of that was on some of that was on Jalen. Let's uh, let's make no mistake. Jimmy pointed this out before the season. I'll give it to him. The Pacers are really good. I mean, but, I underestimated them yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, just I thought Jalen played solid. a quiet, efficient game. We were wondering where he was for a little bit of time. Um, but it was just an interesting game where he was last game. We were clamoring for him to take charge a little bit more. It was back weird. Back maybe. Yeah. It was a weird not take charge game. He played Jaylen? fine. Yeah. Somebody tweeted me and said that Brad keeps sitting Jalen for eight minutes to start the second quarter. Takes him out of his rhythm. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I can see, I guess like, you know, a, a long stretch like that sort of maybe. And then, then you got halftime all of a sudden. So I can, I can kind of see how that might, cool you off a little bit if, if that's yeah. happening miles turner hit a bunch of threes people wanted to talk about that we are running out of time so we're going to wrap it here guys final thoughts <laughs> oh, turner they put they put pritchard on turner in the game that's all i got to say about that yeah <laughs> we continued on turner he's good you know he's good he just wasn't wasn't the guy for boston all right is that our final Who's thought final that's my final thought yeah okay <laughs> just right uh, final thought, final thought. Uh, Jalen, I think Jalen's revving up, fellas. Uh, I just love his efficiency. I, I know he's not always dropping thirty, but the, this pace that he's at, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm starting to think that he's going to, uh, he's going to get himself a, a, a closer. You know, he's going to get himself a, a closing performance. Excuse me. That's what I think is, is next for Jalen. Whether that means a game winner or whether that means I don't know four, six consecutive points to close out a game. Maybe we see that tomorrow night or, or at some <laughs> point. But you know, to, to, to start the new year, I, I think he's gonna. 
I think he's earned it. You know, maybe maybe he'll get his touches. He'll get his shots. <laughs> just some good, we gotta write. We gotta get these comments in earlier so we can. Good thing we did that yesterday. <laughs> good job, Joe Sway. Is that Joe Sway's burner? No, don't even, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Sway, are you typing in the comments right now, dude? Never there was someone heard. in the playoffs too, if I remember correctly. Someone was going, "Woo, Joe Sway!" <laughs> Yo, because yeah. it's facts. What do you mean? <laughs> At least with yeah, me, it was, like, it, was, it was like 40. Shout out. Yeah. That's Bobby funny. Hasn't, hasn't had anyone from the state say that yet, but Canada, <laughs> very, very big. Uh, dude, I agree with you, Joe. Jalen Brown, you know, he, he this, I think this is Jalen Brown's big coming out season. I know that was kind of like in the bubble, but I think he takes like an extra leap this year. I, I'm not ready to – I'm not – I asked this question. You guys, nobody answered it, obviously, but I was like, who would you rather go to war with, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? I think the tides are turning a bit in terms of like, I don't know, like just like, like a coin, God, right? something, something, something. Yeah. I don't know what, what's gotten in Jalen Brown, but like he's totally stepping up and I'm not saying Jason Tatum isn't, but Jalen Brown's showing me something since the bubble. And he hasn't, he hasn't like stopped showing me something. Like, I really think this guy is, you know, off the court awesomeness aside, like his leadership ability is through the roof. So I, I'm high, I'm high house in them. My closing thought is this was a must win for the Celtics and they won. So I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. And tomorrow I'm interested to see um, who plays tomorrow uh, second night in a back-to-back that that might tell the story of how the season goes and how Brad wants yeah. to manage and guys. There's a lot of Jalen Brown people here. I will say one of my thoughts heading into this game was starting to have a, you know, starting the Tatum versus Brown debate in terms oh, of uh, is it possible Brown, is it possible Brown is developing as the alpha um, or should he be, you know, or should yeah, he be? I- or I, should I said he considered it such? And and one of my thing, one of my thought uh, thoughts about that was everybody just automatically assumes late in that game, uh, uh, the last game, that the ball's got to go to Tatum. And at what point do you start to rethink that and think mm-hmm. oh, maybe Brown's got to have it? Just his ability, especially with the mid range shot, he's shooting fifty percent from two, exactly. and his ability to get by people. So um, I was thinking of I, I was going to drum up that conversation, but um, uh, you know. Uh, again, uh, had a really solid game. We will wrap it up. We did go over by about 15 ah, minutes, so we're going to thank you for, for joining us again. This has been the Garden Report brought to you by LinkedIn Learning. Again, thank you. Uh, there, go to uh, linkedin.com slash scribe for your $50 off your first hey. job posting. For Bobby Manning, Josue Pavone, Jimmy Toscano, we got another game tomorrow. Some cast of characters will be here. I can't guarantee everyone, but we're going to try. We'll be here every single night. We love the comments, so please um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, be right. If you haven't already, subscribe. 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 It's like the, the subscriptions are going through the roof. It, it helps us reach more people, gets it out to more people, uh, gets it to you guys faster. So if you haven't subscribed already, we have our main our main channel, and we have our uh, Celtics exclusive channel as well. Either one is good for this kind of stuff. You get all of our video content, press conferences coming up soon after the game, all of our podcasts on the network. Uh, it's a can't miss. So uh, please do so. Thanks for joining. We will say goodnight. Jimmy? I was just going to say, and if you don't want to look at our faces, you can subscribe to the podcast version too. Just listen <laughs> in, in the car, wherever you are. You want to listen to the show yeah. back, you can do that. That's true. I'm less punchable uh, in audio. Thank you, everybody. Good night.